loves Jesus in America too. She's a good girl. It's crazy about Elvis. Loves Lord. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 76 of the Beers Watch. Um, it is your amazing and calm and cool collective co-host as a guest, Duval. Um, thank you, Jacob, for having me back. I know it's been a while. I've been down and out, but thank you again for having me. <laughs> yeah, you're back. It's been, you were supposed to be on a couple weeks ago, but you had some ankle, the Achilles issues yeah. arise on you. <laughs> it's all good. Back in action, and even better, the Panthers won in a game we didn't think they were going to win. Yes. But, yes, we're back here, and we've got our returning guest, Rose, Woo-hoo. how you doing? I, I am back. I'm good. Yeah, good. we we set this up. I want to say like July or August, maybe. Yeah. And Rose was like, "Oh my gosh, you're gonna put me on after we play the Patriots." So I was like, "Well, hopefully it's a win." <laughs> yes. So she's back. I must be a fan favorite. Didn't you ask about? That's true. Yes, we always yes. That's that's <laughs> true. Back on uh, another episode. So we're gonna we're gonna fire on that. Before we get going, though, I like to give a quick shout out of. Let's do our if you if you like what you hear later on or as you're sitting there listening, hit the hit the like subscribe button on iTunes, like us on Facebook, like us on Twitter. Jeeves, where can people find you if they wanted to find you on any social medias? Uh, Twitter and Instagram is Jeeves nineteen eighty eight. Okay. Facebook is just my name, J Buskler. All right. Duval? Um just Duval, um, Instagram, and I need to change my Twitter to Just Duval. Uh, it's still Rod versus Duval. Rod versus Duval. Um, that's how you can find me. Uh, I'll be there. All right. And then the Man Cave, your podcast. Yes, yes. Tell, right? uh, the Man Cave 704 uh, podcast on Twitter, Facebook, as well as Instagram as the Man Cave 704. Yes. Rose, how can people find you? And Instagram, it's at Rose Wynn. But remember, yep. my life is... N G U Y E N. That's it. And then on Twitter, it's uh, Rose H Wynn. Yeah, and Rose, we got to get it to where you're not so su- super secret, where I can tag you in photos. Wait, where? So this after this podcast, I'm gonna hook your Twitter up so I can tag you. In photos. <laughs> it's not open. No, it won't. I guess you because when Twitter changed a couple, I think like when it updated a couple months ago, yeah. or maybe a couple years ago, it automatically set everybody's profile to private to we're well, not private like, oh. but to where they you could just get anonymously tagged in photos. So I'm not. So so you're not tagged in photos because it just says, like, when I went to search you to tag you in Twitter photos, it would say, Rose Wynn does not allow the tag. So I'll, we can go into your notifications after this, and we oh, make yeah. it tag. Because it's one of those, as we all went through college, we all had those times where we woke up, and on Facebook, yes. people had tagged you in photos where you was yes. either way too drunk, passed out, doing something super silly or yes. inappropriate, and you were like... Woo! Quickly delete that or untag me on that because that is not good. But so, it was too late. It was too late because people already saw it. Yeah, your mama already texted you and said, "What were you doing last night?" You were like, "Oh." Yeah. Then you had to have a conversation with that person. And be like, "Look, do not tag me anything until you let me know. I can check over." <laughs> yeah. Oh, so show me, show me. I don't. I didn't. Know oh yeah, that. we'll, we'll hook it up. So for me, it's J Roll Nation across the board, and obviously the beards watch Instagram and Twitter, likes, follow all that good jazz. All right, so we're gonna get straight to it. Panthers, Rose. What did you think of this past week's, this past Sunday's game? I mean, it wasn't the prettiest, but we came with the W. That's, I mean, yep. it, it didn't look so easy, but I mean, we had a lot of doubters out there. We did. I was, I was a doubter. Really? I didn't, I didn't think yeah. after after the showing they put up against New Orleans. Oh. I thought, yeah. and then and then yeah. the way New England had to come back against the Texans, I thought they were going to be rolling, and I thought there's no like this offense was looking straight. 
it looked straight boo boo against yes. New Orleans. Yes. And they, you know, it started, I think, last week when I thought a good sign was when Cam hadn't been throwing on Thursdays and Fridays at practice because they were resting his shoulder. Mm-hmm. The last week, he was throwing. He threw Thursday and Friday at practice. And to me, I actually saw some plays that I'd never seen before from Mike Shula. And we actually successfully ran some screens, which we hadn't been able to do the past seven years. So I, we knew we had, they had to score at least 30-something points to win. They scored 33. And the defense did as much as they could being down, you know, Kirk Coleman and then being down um, Worley, which to me, I don't – Worley, he's been shaky as well. <laughs> Seymour played okay. I think his only big lapse he had was the outside Deion Lewis touchdown run. Yeah. But, hey, Deion Lewis is a fast guy. He just got to stay out there. It's mm-hmm. all right. And, uh, you know, Demetrius Cox played all right. They signed Jarius Bird today. Yeah, we'll see so. how he does. He's been out of the league, though. But hopefully he can play okay. Kirk um, Coleman's out for what? Six yeah, weeks? and that's why they had to sign Jarius yeah. Bird. But yeah. Bird, yeah, our other Bird, he it's, broke his arm. He did break his yes. arm. He's on IR now. That was yeah. So hopefully Curtis Samuel can come back and be the speed guy that we need. Yes. And I, like I said, I thought the offense they did stuff we had not seen yet this season. We hadn't seen in years. And as we always say, you got to let Cam run a little bit so he gets his flow. I think that's when he's at his best. Not necessarily running. You can't run him 10 to 15 times a game, but they ran him eight times for 44 yards. To me, it just always seems like when you get Cam involved with the running game and he's being smart about it where he's sliding and he's not fighting for those extra yards and taking shots to the head, he seems like that's when he's at his best. He's just he's able to sling it, boom, 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 boom. So, you know. He said he felt safer when he ran. Yes. Instead of in the pocket. you got to let Cam be Cam. Yeah. And And that's what it was. And it just, like I said, now that after that game, you feel like, okay, this is this is the team we thought we should have saw all the other weeks. Because let's be honest, even the first week against the Niners, should have we should have blown them off forty-one to ten. Yeah. yeah. Against the now the Bills are looking better now as well. Yes. So that that win is looking like, oh, okay, like, yeah. We still should have scored some touchdowns, but you know we yeah. got the win. The Saints game, it seemed like this was the game against the Patriots. It was like Ron went to the coaching staff and was like, yo. You better get it together. This is the backs against the wall. Like, if they would have lost this game, whoo, yeah. I think you might have seen some heads roll or at least some, some lineup changes. So, yeah, I liked it. It was good. You feel better about it. But now it's a tough stretch. You got Detroit. You got Philadelphia. Teams that can score points, a lot of points. Yeah. So, we got to score a lot of points, which we should be able to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just going to kind of piggyback off that. I I was impressed with the offense. Um I'm interested just to see how the defense bounced back. But yeah. at the same time, this is New England's offense. So yeah. defensively, you Tom Brady's going to get his, just oh, like yeah. any great. Oh, yeah. Like they say LeBron's going to get his, or Jordan got his. Brady's going to get his touchdowns. So um, on the defensive end, I, I just hope that we're able to kind of fill some of those holes as far as the running game because they, they had a lot of runs that I was like, they shouldn't be getting yeah. out. Yeah. Where where they should have been stopping, they're getting five six yards, yeah. and I'm like, we should we should be making that stop. Um, offensively, I, w- I was very impressed with the way that they moved the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, we we did do well in the run game, like I said, you well, like you said, Jacob, that got, they got Cam running, which is always good. Yeah, but that opens up for Stewart, and then even the screenplay. If you look, and which is 
why I'm really happy that we got McCaffrey because they paid him so much attention yeah. on that screenplay to Whitaker. The whole defense followed yeah. him. And he Whitaker, could have thrown it to Whitaker or Ed Dixon. They yeah, and, and they would have walked in. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how other teams account for him. Um, but I'm just excited. One, that we got the win. Two, that the offense really came together. Now, I don't expect us to hit on all cylinders like that yeah. every game. But at least we showed some some fight that, hey, we got some receivers that can make plays with Funches and Benjamin. And that Dixon getting into the mix. Um, I mean, and, and Cam was just being Cam. So, yeah. um, overall, it feels good to be 3-1. and one, And this week is going to be a lot easier. So Again, this is one of those... What I hated about last year, I've said a million times, is I felt like it was a wasted season. Yeah. And again, you've got these players in their prime. You had players like Peppers and Merlin come to this team just because they wanted to make a run at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's the goal every year. Yes, there's teams that when you're rebuilding, you're not going to make it. But this team is in – you've got the best quarterback you've ever had in the franchise history. You've got the best middle linebacker they've ever had. Arguably mm-hmm. some of the best players they've ever had in yeah. franchise history. And you, you don't want to look back in 10 years from now and go – well, we shoulda, woulda, coulda, kind of yep. thing like that. You got, you know, and that's what I felt like last year. We should have at least made the playoffs, and that that's in the past. What I was also talking, what I thought was interesting. You brought up McCaffrey. I talked about this with a buddy at work, at work about it. Was it seems to me he has had so much impact, and he hasn't had that much success yet. Yes, and no what's wild, what, what's wild to me is usually a team focuses so much attention on a guy when they've had success when he's. You know, like a like a Kareem Hunt from Kansas City or something. Like that's a guy you, you want eight guys looking at every time or whatever. From McCaffrey, you watch those plays and you're and they're dedicating two or three guys and you're like, he hasn't really he's not scored a touchdown yet. His biggest play has been the catch against New Orleans for thirty or forty yards. Mm-hmm. He you know, it's just wild to me that teams are focusing so much on a guy who has the potential to do something big, yeah. but hasn't done it yet, and that, that no team has said, you know what? We're going to let us try and beat him. Like, to me, I think you'd want to gun on a Cam Newton or, yeah. you know, just stuff like that to scheme to stop him before McCaffrey. But I guess it's just kind of the matchup. Like, no no team has yet said we're going to let Christian McCaffrey beat us, and if he does, we're cool with it. Yeah. Which is wild to me because usually a team's like, well, let's let this guy get established before I dedicate four or five guys just to yeah. one guy. And it's just been wild to me because, yes, we had Steve Smith, but Steve Smith didn't do the things that McCaffrey like, – he could line up in the backfield. He ran some wildcat and this and that. But this is the first time we've had an offensive player that just garners that much attention yeah. and can do so much for the offense. And you know, and you know, to add to that, I feel like Steve Smith, the last person outside of a quarterback that has garnered that much attention. You know, I mean, they're they're sending two guys with McCaffrey. Yeah, with Steve Smith, he ha- he always had double coverage, safety yeah. over the top, something like that. And they're not even giving that kind of coverage to Benjamin. You saw the yeah. long oh. play he had. I yeah. mean, it's like yeah. For some reason, I don't know why they're doing it. I don't have a problem with their <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's 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 good to see that. I mean, that eighth overall pick. If anything, he's making the defense think, and it's making them you know say, "Oh, you got to account for this guy or that yeah. guy." Because I guess maybe the defensive coordinator is saying, I'm going to make sure that I have somebody on him at all times so yeah. that they don't beat him. But when you send him and then there's not focus or they're sending two yeah. people, somebody's open. And it must be, like I said, maybe we look back on it and say, you know, 
uh, Shula was just bottling the offense up so he could run these plays later on. So team, you know, it's like yeah. maybe we forced Fed McCaffrey twenty-seven times in one game, so teams would start doing this, and we can get you know Fozzie Whitaker open and Ed Dixon open and all that. Yeah. And, and, and that's you know, you know, that's just us being happy about it. But it's just wild to me to think about that. How you know, it's kind of like wow, this guy hasn't scored a touchdown yet. He's still just only coming up on his fourth game of his NFL career. And teams are already paying so much attention. They're scared. It's wild to be so scared of a player that hasn't done that much in the league. No. Though he's on pace for like 1,300 yards from scrimmage, which I would say that a successful season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For, so, for a rookie. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, it's so I, it, it's wild to me. And hopefully we continue it because, again, you don't want to look back and, and waste it. But, Rose, what's your analysis? What's your breakdown? We need to hear it. Uh-huh. Well, people are here to listen to you. I need for Christian to, to give me some points. He, oh, is he on your fantasy? Yeah, I start him every week. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, I need to score that touchdown, you yeah. know? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like, honestly, let me ask you this. How sure. are y'all feeling about Peppers? I, I get excited to watch him still. You know, Duvall was, loved it when he came back. Uh-huh. Yeah. He still loved him when he left. I was butthurt when he left, and I, was, and I had two jerseys of Peppers. And now seeing him make it, it's good. I'm glad he's back. It's yeah. like it's like that. It's like that old jacket or old piece of clothing you left in your closet and you forgot you had. Yes. And then yes. all of a sudden you pull it out and it smells like whatever your memory is and it still fits. And you're like, yes. yo, this is good. Yeah. Yeah. You bust that thing out. And people are like, yo, man, that's a cool shirt. Sure. That's a cool sweatshirt. And you're like, oh, I know it is because I finally found it again. It just feels right. It fits right. That's what Peppers feels like. He just feels like he should have never left, but he yeah. at least came back and. However long else he plays, you know, but just enjoy this season of seeing it. And, yeah. God, he's, he's he's fifth overall in the league in sacks with four and a half. Yeah. That's and it's unreal crazy. for a 37-year-old guy. He's old. He's 37 I mean, he's years older. old. Yeah, he's older. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. older. But, but it's just he's, he's he was put on this earth to play professional sports. Yeah. And he's doing it at a high level even at 37 yeah. when all of us here at 37 are going to be worried about our kids. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So, you know, that's just – it's good to see him back. But I'm with Duvall as well. Their running running game has been a strong point for us, but there's been some some little tweaks here and there that they've let some stuff hit. But hopefully they can shore that up and and get it going. It's always the secondary's questionable. I'm interested to see how they put it together now with with Coleman Coleman out. And, and, you know, Mike Adams, his game – he started that game rough. He did, and and that that breakup was the first play I've seen him make hey, all season. Yeah, two. Yes, yes. 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 <laughs> the breakup he had on Hogan deep, and then the one he should have picked off at the goal yes. line on Gronkowski yeah. had. But yeah, all year it seems like he's like he's playing the Roman Harper role. <laughs> okay, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like I that, yeah. in the wrong place at the wrong time, yeah. he can't make tackle. He's too slow, too old. But it's just like, but he's still there. I guess he's better than whatever else we got. <laughs> and that's still something I, I, they need to make a conscious effort next offseason to get a young safety at some point. Yes. I mean, Coleman, I think, is 28 or 29. But we need to invest a draft pick or something into a safety Another because safety, yeah. Yeah. you can't keep relying. And, and they did that at corner. They kept relying on scrubs. And they finally <laughs> invested in two picks. It's time to do that. But, you know, it, it, as long as Mike Adams is there and making plays, I'm okay with yeah. it. But, yeah, yeah he – he was he was making me nervous. Yeah, trust me, I, I'm getting I'm ro- get, almost getting roasted every play. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, not yeah. as nervous as uh, Graham Gano makes me uh, nervous every yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I sweat and I'm like, this is it, y'all. This is it. Yeah. I, he set it up, and I, I you knew it was coming. Like we were up fourteen. <laughs> 
<laughs> we were up 14, and it was like, I knew the Patriots were coming back yes. at the time. Yeah. And then he definitely missed that other, the extra point. Yes. I'm going to polish it off for you, Rose. Look at that. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so he missed that extra point. I'm like, oh, He has God. missed it. Oh. I've missed a field goal since All year. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay. So then, like, I knew we got a little lucky there on those, those flags. Hands yeah. in the face. They did happen, but I'm glad they got called. Yeah. Marched down the field and, and played for the field goal. And I'm like, oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> this, this is it. like Denver sitting all over yep. again. Like, yeah. is, you know, is, is he going to hit it? And he, hey, I, and what did I always say? Competition competition makes the best. <laughs> he had competition all offseason until they, the Chiefs finally signed this guy away. So he at least he knows in the back of his mind they're always thinking about somebody else yeah. on a yeah. short leash. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's, we have seen him prove he has yet to miss a field goal. He's missed one extra point. But, yes, when he put that thing through, it, it, it was good. And I'm going to tell you, I was laughing so hard when he missed the field goal because the week before you said it, you were like, you know mm-hmm. what's going to happen? As two. soon as he gets yeah. picked up, or you might have tweeted it. Yeah, as, tweeted. Soon as, he, as soon as yeah. he gets picked up, as soon as Butker gets picked up, Gano's yeah. going to miss the field goal. Oh, yeah. And I said, God. Yeah. And then it was that fourth quarter, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm just sweating. <laughs> Yeah, I'm yes. just like I'm like, oh no, Gano. Yeah. Oh, oh no, Gano. Oh no. And it went in and I was just like, wow. It's like no flags. We're getting out of Foxborough with the win. Yeah. That's yeah. all I can say. He was the hero, yeah. I will say that. Yeah. yeah so but if honestly, I think if Tom Brady would have had his hands on that ball, oh it was yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when they when they scored to tie it up, mm-hmm. I looked at the time and I said, There's still a lot left. Yeah. There was like three twenty left. Yeah. And I was like We've got to go down and either score a touchdown or kick. I, and I even told Jeeves that. I was like, we've got to go down. And if you're going to kick a field goal, you've got to kick it with four or three seconds left. There's no time. Yeah, yeah. If, if Gano does, does miss it, you go straight to overtime and you worry about that. Yeah. yeah. You do not want to give Tom Brady any time. No. What? No, I was like, oh, give no time. Yeah. No. So when that third down and seven and then Cam got sacked and it was like 240 mm-hmm. left, and I was like, Oh Lord! But then we got lucky with the hands in the face, and then they actually ran some good plays, and we got down there. Yeah. And they ran it down to four seconds, and there was nothing they could do. That was where I was like, okay. But yeah, if, if Tom Brady would have got that ball back, they would have been the ones kicking the field goal. Yeah. Winning. I mean, because Gaskowski knocked his what a fifty-eight yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, earlier in the day, and it, it would have been bad, and we lost it. But you know, it worked out for us. We needed the ball to bounce for us yeah. after last season. You know, and, after, and after last week, after last <laughs> week, well, that was more on coaching and all that stuff. But yeah, I, I agree. And, yeah. and you know, on top of that, maybe the Saints' defense isn't as bad as we thought because they held the Dolphins to oh, a goose egg yeah. over there in England. Was... Though the Dolphins are straight trash, but I mean, to hold a team to goose egg in the NFL these days is pretty tough. It's really to difficult, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter no matter who it is, whether it's the yeah. Jets or whoever, which the Jets are two and two, so yeah. Be that as it may, you know, yeah. it's week to week. So, yeah. um, you're right. You're All right, right, so what do you think's happening? Let's look ahead. We got Detroit coming up. Well, we can't leave this podcast without talking about Cam getting 50 touchdowns now. Being the only NFL oh, player, yeah. NFL quarterback. 50 with, rushing 50 touchdowns. Rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. rushing touchdowns. Yeah, so that's, 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 that's a big, It's a big feat. Uh, it's a stat that I think is going to sit there for a long time. And you know, I think I, I figured I figured he'd be the second one with Michael Vick being number one as the mobile quarterback he was. What are you talking about? What as the rushing touchdowns? Oh, Vick never had fifty. Yeah, Vic. well, no, so I'm saying I figured Vick would be because he was a mobile quarterback. Oh yeah, and well, he was he was more he was more of a running quarterback. No, but here's the thing: is Michael Vick wasn't running the ball in from the one yard line. Right. 
True. Vic ran it a lot. He was an athlete, but if he was going to run it in, it was going to be from the 20-yard out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? True. So, I mean, because the next best guy was Steve Young. Steve Young was a big guy who ran it a lot. Cam is the best goal line running back in the history of the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he that's it, it running back because you consider that a running back when you get down there because and you can't. There's, I mean, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. No, if his career ended, whenever he's like he's done things already that have been unbelievable. That yeah. record for because like I said, he may be able to add twenty more and make it to seventy by the time he's done. Nobody. And I don't think that. anybody touched that because a quarterback, like you said, is always very protected. But Cam is so good at getting in the ends. I mean, that that draw they ran. Yeah. At the 10-yard line, he's just so good at doing that. Yeah. There's no other quarterback in, in the history of the NFL that has been – well, that could do it, but has been allowed to do it. Do it, it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, Cole yeah. Pepper maybe could have done it, but they didn't allow him to do it. Do it yeah. No one was as innovative back then to do these kind of things. Yeah. So, no, I think it's a wild record. He's knocked past Steve. And that was through Steve Young's whole career. Yeah. This is Cam in, like, year six. six. Like, yeah. that's what's wild about the stats that he's – and he just passed Jake DeLome. That's the most good in Panther history. Jonathan Stewart gets he got our, yeah. got the most rushing yards in franchise history. And beat D'Angelo. Which is yeah, good because yeah. D'Angelo's so salty these days. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So, to, to, <laughs> get no to yeah. add to that, does this record by Jonathan Stewart, does he make does he make your favorite running back in Panther history? Does he make I, I would say so far – well, I think Stephen Davis is still up there okay, because okay. of what he did, but he was there for so short. Jonathan Stewart will probably end up – because he's still got this year and next year yeah. to play. He probably will. Because, if he don't get hurt. I think what's – yeah, yeah. I think – yeah, that's a very good yeah, statement. Well, yeah, I think what's hurt me with D'Angelo is he's been so salty. He since, since yeah. he left. Since, and I understand well, however they handle it, get him in, cut him, and it's yeah. in the past – but he's still holding on to that and tweeting about it and talking about it. And it's just like, yo, man. Let it go. Let it go. So no one's going to pick him up. It's over. I, it's it's it probably over? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think Aww. from what it looked like, he's kind of – this is a weird scenario to compare it. But it's kind of almost like like the RG3 Kaepernick scenario, a different level. He's older. Yeah. And, but what I say – I compare it to that because of how much he tweeted – and talk stuff. Even Mike Tomlin had to go on Twitter last year and like tell his own player to stop oh. tweeting about stuff yeah. while he was on the I team. I think teams at that point, for what you're getting out of them, why not go sign an undrafted guy that can do something yeah. or a guy that's going to keep quiet and not, you know. Yeah. And and the reason I I just compared to the Kaepernick RG three because people are just always compared about all the drama well, that comes yeah. with it, which still brings me to the point that the Tennessee Titans signed Brandon Whedon today. Gosh. Yeah, that's Raiders, Raiders, Raiders are looking at Kaepernick. They should because they because Derek Carr's out for two six weeks. I don't know why. If you're the Tennessee Titans, you just Marcus Mariota got hurt. Your quarterback is a mobile star, is a mobile quarterback. Why are you not looking at RG three? Why are you not looking at Colin Kaepernick? Yeah. Why are you Brandon, looking at Brandon Doodoo? Brandon Doodoo? Ass <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, no. like, to me, like it gets to the point now. It's like. You gotta stop. Like you know why they're not getting signed, but it's just like, yeah. really yeah. now you really don't want to win. win. Like what has Brandon Weed done? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. So exactly. uh, and he's like thirty three in yeah. his fourth year. Yeah, like it's, come on. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I don't understand it at all. Yes. So. Tennessee's just I don't I don't know, and I mean I I, I don't understand it either. Um, I would say for me, my favorite running back of all time is gonna always be Deshaun Foster. 
Um, but the, I mean, D'Angelo, I liked him until the way he left, and I like Jonathan you know, Stewart too. My favorite one all times, Nick Goins. That's uh, just, that, just that's, that's, he was okay. short. He was a flash in the pan, but he was there for a couple years in special team, and he had that one season where he hit a thousand, over yes. a thousand yards. I remember and that. And that was one of my favorite guys because he just was just like a guy that just grinded away. You got his jersey? Oh yeah. I feel, I feel yeah, they had it in Pro Image one day, and they were like, like I was talking to Chad, who used to work there, and he's like, yo, we got it. And they had it hidden, and I bought it. And uh, it's, yeah. That's so, awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Which reminds me, you know, if, it, if there's any people out there who are getting rid of their season tickets or burning jerseys, <laughs> send them my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take all the jerseys. I love jerseys. That's one of those things I'll collect till the day I die, and I... You know, whatever, whenever my kids have to go through my closet, they're going to be like, you son of a bitch. You got all these damn jerseys. Yeah. I love jerseys from any and every team. I just like collecting them. That's just one of those random things I collect. So if you're burning your jerseys, send them my address. I'll take them off your hands. You ain't got to worry about putting no video up about burning anything. So. Does it matter the team? No. I'll take a jersey. I like jerseys. James got all teams. I got all teams jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. A Falcons jersey? I actually hate to admit, I have a Vic Falcons jersey. That's the oh, only jersey okay. I'll ever okay. take. Okay. I had that because, okay, so back in the day. Isn't I, it the retro? Isn't it the retro the jersey? Throwback Gridiron Classic they did a yeah. long time ago. It's a really sweet looking jersey. The reason I had it was one, Vic was the most dominant NFL player. Dominant football player oh, ever. Fun. It is, it yeah. is, it is when he, like a four year span and then when he came back after the prison. Yes, I understand the dog thing. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. um, but I was the Panthers at the time sucked for a little bit. And as a kid, you always – to me, I, and I'm still a player guy. Yeah. I still like players yeah. even though they're on a different team. Now, yes, there are – it's hard to cheer for certain players when, you you know, they face the Panthers and they beat the Panthers, you know, yes. stuff like that. Like I was a big John Elway guy and then the Broncos beat the Panthers. Like we considered naming our son Elway. Oh. But then I couldn't do it because Elway, John Elway just ran Ranch, yeah. the Broncos. Yeah, exactly. That's the reason. Yeah. That's the reason. That's why I said because Jerry, like I was rattling off names, and there's not a lot of names Panther-wise to use that we ended up with Luke. But if you think back on some of the names, like Jake Lum, okay, like sometimes you could flip last names and make them first names. You don't want to name a kid Delone and Jake. I'm already Jacob now. Yeah. Do yeah. That. I mean, and then a lot of the other guys, Steve, I don't want to go Steve, you know, Steve Smith, like, nah, that's just a bad you know, So we did this, and, and I, I mentioned Elway one time, I like that. and I, it's a great name, but it's still too, the salt, still too salt. Uh, yeah. Let uh, me ask you this, if we'd have won the Super Bowl, would you have named him Elway? Ooh. 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 It, oh. it might have been, depending on, you know, it could have been Coney, if Coney Ely had won a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not too late. That's true. Not too late. And what if you know? That's a good question. If if we had won, I think it would have been an easier pill to swallow. Swallow, yeah. Because I love. Like I said I got a John. I had a John Elway poster. Got a John Elway like plaque and stuff. I never got his jersey. I'm still looking for that. But um, hit the China man. Hit the China man. That's true. <laughs> or the Goodwills or something. Yeah. That's yes. you know that though. I, that, I was a big John Elway fan, so. And I thought Elway would have been pretty cool. And it does kind of Elway roll and works Aww. really well. So we'll see. Who knows. That was just too still, still too soon. Yeah, I, trust me, I understand. I, yeah. I, it's, it's tough. I don't like watching the Broncos. Second child, second child, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I, I don't like watching the Broncos still. So yeah, yeah it's it's tough. So yeah. we'll get to it. The other two fellas haven't watched it. We brought Rose back, and it worked out perfectly. That this is us started last week. As we're recording this podcast, the newest episode started in like an hour and a half. I try to convince Rose to stay and watch it and do it afterwards. She says, too late. I get it. So late. Then she couldn't record on Wednesday because she's going to her nephew's soccer game, so yeah. it's okay. 
We get it, family first, no big deal. So let's break it's down. It's a senior year, so I don't want to. No, 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 no. Hey, no, I got no problem. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I wouldn't want to make you, you do all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so Rose, we watched it. Duval and then we'll drink a couple beers for a little bit. Okay. What'd you think about episode one? I mean, it still gets me every time. You cry every episode. I, I didn't cry the, this this last episode. Okay. I am tore up because I still don't know. You do know. <laughs> well, I do not know. Do we? Well, know? we know because the that okay. Okay, spoilers for anyone who has not watched it. <laughs> no, 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 we're going to talk about it. I'm just telling people now. These guys are going to get it spoiled anyway. Yeah. Okay, but okay. anybody, if you're listening, and you haven't watched it yet. The spoilers are coming up. Either fast forward for it or just spoil it for yourself or whatever. So yes, we saw the house burned out at the very end. So now it's not drinking and driving. No, remember it's, it left it's, the it's drinking and he either left the stove on or dropped a cigarette. I don't know. I still think they're. I don't think that's it. Yes, it's, it's, it's got to be. It, it can't it, be. It, it. Yes, it is. It's because he's drunk. He admitted well, yeah, he was a drunk. drunk. Yes, maybe he was a drunk, and I think it's going to be one of those scenarios where he's going to get too drunk and either leaves the stove end up catching on fire, like the spaghetti's in the stove, and it overflows and it catches on fire, and he's too drunk and he you burns. You really down. think they're going to leave us hanging on episode no, one and let us think that? No, no, that. they're not going to let us know till the season finale. Oh yeah, for sure. Because they do because if we base it off on last season when that when uh Randall's dad died, it was the season finale. Yeah. They're not going to let us know how their other dad died until the season finale. I don't even think that I mean, that's the whole the story the whole show is based on his kind yeah. of his death. Well, they can still they can still do flashbacks, which yeah. they will do. And I just thought like I said it was very wild and how short of a time though that it looked like that when he when she when Mandy Moore's character finally went over there and got him out of that house as a drunk, and yes. he admits he was a drunk and has a problem to when they actually he died. Right. Is I didn't see that coming, him being a drunk like that. I knew he was drinking, but I thought it was just, you know, the casual drinking. And, and it's a wild thing to, to look at because that's what they say. Alcoholism isn't always as relevant as you think it is. Yeah. It's one of those things where you can still act normal yeah. even if you're drunk, but people who put liquor in their coffee in the morning or Bailey's in their coffee in the morning, you know, or have to have a drink every time they go out somewhere. It's something to look at. On top of that, what did you think about the storyline of Randall's wife completely flipping the adoption around on him and wanting them to foster a kid who was an older kid? That was my favorite part. Yeah. Because at first I was going, oh, here we go. Because it's true. He, he Randall wants his life. Like, he mm-hmm. wants to... He wants to adopt a kid just like his life, how yeah. his life, you know, was portrayed. But then when his wife stepped out of that adoption, I was like, oh, here we go. She's right, though. He just wants to mimic everything. Yeah. But when she turned it around and said, how about we start over, but with the kid that's older. And I love the fact that she went back to, like, the hood, hood. to yeah. where her and her then, you know, father, or not her father, but father-in-law would sit and look at just kids, you know, playing basketball. And she that was her calling place. She could smoke a cigarette, just breathe. Yeah. And kind of brought him there to it to say, hey, why don't we affect one of the... In the scene there where they were showing, like, two older kids, for, like, kind of uh, pressuring a younger kid yeah. into, like, drinking alcohol and then laugh at him because the first time he tastes mm-hmm. alcohol is kind of nasty and all that. I thought it was great, and he kind of... He bought into it. He did. And I think that's going to be another great storyline going into the next... This season is just how they're going to adapt that whole thing of bringing a foster kid... Who, you know, who's older. And I bet it's going to be like a, tro- a very troubled Oh, yeah. Kid. It has to be. Oh, yeah. It's got to be. Because they just dealt with the dad who was kind of troubled as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, and I, I was surprised that I guess the dad's going to still play. 
in the season. Yeah, because the flashbacks. I didn't realize yeah. that. I thought once he was done last uh, the first season, I was like, oh, he's my favorite. Yeah, he was But good. then I was like, oh, he's going to still play in the season. I think he won Best Supporting Actor. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think so. No, uh, Randall did. Randall That's did. Randall right. Randall That's who won it, yeah. So then jumping over to Kate and her brother's relationship and then her boyfriend. So they're back in California. And them two, which I thought it was a great tie together at the end. Well, not great. Hard to say great. But when she says, like, they always, because it was, it started, it was their 37th birthday. Yeah. And they said it's been 20 years since their dad died. So the dad died when they were 17. Yeah, they were in high school because they yeah. flashed back. Yeah. And she said, and they flash it back, and she was the one who told uh, him when the dad died. I'm going to, what's his name? Um, Kate and Jeeves. What's my brother's name? Oh. And this is us, white guy. Just our uh, Kevin. Kevin, there it is. <laughs> that's, that's why he's here. Jeez, you're Look awesome. Him. I got that off of IMDb. There you go. I'm looking it up while you guys are talking. Google okay. man is on it. That's why he's here. I had no idea. <laughs> and Kevin. for the uh, the the grandfather, the black guy's yeah. dad, he got a uh, nominee for Drama Supporting Actress. He was the winner at the Black Reel Awards for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series, and he got a nominee for Outstanding Supporter Actor in a Drama Series for yeah. the Primetime Emmy Awards. Oh, for that, yeah, for yeah, that, that show? For that show. That's a lot. But I think yeah. Randall won it up. Randall did, yeah. yeah. So, Kevin, that's a really unique relationship to where he's got to figure out his imbalance while his sister is figuring out her new relationship. But that's tough. because that's tough. Yeah, I don't have a twin. I don't know, but yeah. just watching them, it makes you feel like this. it's a twin thing. It's and a twin thing. You can tell they've been tight since their dad passed away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's one of those things where they have that bond and they've always been there for each other. And for 37 years, they've been there for each other. And now he's got to let go. It's almost like a parent letting their kid go off the collar or something. Now he's going to let go and let this other man... Who's a good guy. He is a good guy, but I feel like he's got to understand it, Toby. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Toby's so, so, so salty. Since yes. He's salty. so salty about yeah. it. Yeah. But I, I, I do like Toby, too. And I, that's one of the things that kind of tweaked me, and I told Jerry and I watched, I was like, look, I feel like we've already been down this road. I feel like we saw Toby get upset, then he had the heart tag, and then he yes. came out like, look, I don't want to see them, like, I, yeah. wanna, I understand relationships, they're always going to argue and not agree on everything every time, but I don't want to see them go through this battle of, like, he should know that this. If you're going to date this girl, he's going to have this relationship with his with her brother. Yeah, she's going to have this relationship with her brother. You just have to deal with it. Now, yes, very close, like a very, very close. weird close yes. too. You know, there is a close, and then there's also the weird close. Yeah, they're like yeah, and I understand that can you know tear people apart, and I want you to get somebody closer, but it just seems like that's going to be an interesting storyline to tell as well. And Mandy Moore is. Is perfect, and then I think we're also gonna figure out how Mandy Moore ends up with the best friend. The best friend. What's his name? Jeez. See, I'm really bad with names, y'all. The, in the real Latino life, looking too, guy. In real life, he was I'm in the really castle. Um, talk about Jake. Miguel. 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 <laughs> Miguel. Yeah. Miguel is. Uh, yeah, he ends up as the best friend, but he was there the night they passed. They died. The dad died. He was? Yeah, he was there with the kids, remember? They were over at his house because the house right. had burned down. Yes, yeah. Over at his house, and he was giving them water, and it looked like his ex wife was there as well. It's like you want to be mad at him, but I don't think he's a bad guy. As much as I'm like, why are you, why are y'all together? That is weird. Yes. But I don't think it's supposed to be that way. I think there's a. We're going to find out more about it. We're going to figure out because honestly, <laughs> well, they always say uh, it's the morning thing, and some, some people pounce on the morning like you know, a widower or a widow year or whatever. You kind of take advantage of that because they need somebody. So you, 
I don't obviously she's married to him now. You don't think he took advantage of it, but it still is weird because it's somebody as a kid, as the kids, they saw him growing up as their dad's best friend, and they had resentment toward him about wait, why did you just come in and try to be our our dad after the fact? You know. Well, obviously they were still kind of bitter because remember the first yes. season they were um, um, the Christmas Kevin yeah, was still kind of yeah. like no you're not that's what I'm dad. saying yeah yeah so. and they, but that said he came in probably around the time they were 17, 18, probably a couple that's years pretty, after yeah they're still I'm, there's no doubt in my mind they probably hooked up as comfort friends there because remember he was just went through a divorce yeah she just lost her husband and as a best friend he was very close you know he's probably be similar to what her husband was. It's a weird thing to think of, but this yeah. is kind of what happens. Hmm. We'll see. But that 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 whole scenario there of how it's going to go, and you know, like you said, it's it's a, it's a great show. You guys got to get into it. I will. It's, I will. Y'all have really broken down. It's all. Yeah. It, it's it's very deep. Oh, it's and it always. <laughs> You're selling it. Yeah, it brings <laughs> it brings the emotions out, the good stuff, the bad stuff, and I think the best thing about the show is it makes you. Think about if you were in this scenario, yes. it's how would you feel? Yeah, it just almost feels real. Like, yeah. it could happen to you. Yes. yes. Well, yeah, kind of. Yes, no, okay. I agree with you. No, no, it could. Like, if this happened to me, I feel like this is how I would react. Yeah. Okay. Or this is how I would take care of this scenario. Like, it, and, and, like, what the wild thing is, is they've got characters who, like you said, they do it in the now. They flash back to when they were it's teenagers. Really they flash back when they were kids. And they go through different growing pains and all that kind of stuff. And I thought another thing that was key about it... Um, was kind of how when Randall went to talk to Manny Moore's character in the present and said, you know, you guys were perfect. She's like, I'm, we weren't perfect. And how, as a kid, when you look up to your parents, you think they're perfect. And you think that yes. everything they do is right. And then as you get older, you realize they had struggles yeah. just yeah. as much yeah. as everybody. Yeah. But you didn't see that. You don't see it. You don't see, you don't see it. And let, you know. I don't know if times have changed, but I sure do. No, I think, and I think that's as a parent, you try to hide those things as best you can from your kids because you want them to be, you know, oblivious to things like that. Yeah, Um, yeah. But it it was wild how she said, like, oh, no, we we had issues. We had this and that. It's okay if you're breaking down and you're you're having arguments because that's just how it is. And and I just thought that that was was good of them to hide those kind of things and to be able to control that. So, Do you you watch the show and just... See how neat it is because I'm looking at Mandy Moore when yeah. she's the older mom, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my god, you really are younger in real life. But the mm-hmm. way you play your character, yeah, it's so neat. Yes, it's it's I don't know. And the going back and forth at first, you're like, I'm not trying to go back and forth and yeah. get confused. You don't get confused. Well, yeah. I guess since you start, if you watched it from the beginning, yeah, you don't get as confused. But um, I think they do really well. Yeah. I think it's it's one of the really it's one of the best kind of family type style shows that makes you look at everything, and you know you get you you know dust gets in the air a little bit every now and then you know I need little tissues or something going <laughs> yeah. on, but it it's it, it's there and. I mean, I don't want it to be like I want to cry every week, but it's like almost <laughs> a good cry sometimes. Yeah, but no, it is. almost like it makes you puts it in perspective. Like that could be me. Yes, I, I, I feel it. I feel yes. what they're feeling. Yep. Mm-hmm. Weird. No, I think that's right. <laughs> and like I said, what. We tried to get to it so we could analyze episode one and two. Didn't work out. It's all good. No worries. And uh, hopefully what we'll do is we'll plan on after the season's over, we'll have you back on. Because they'll, they'll go and probably till what, like May? That long? Yeah, because remember they, you they'll go. They'll, you think they will take a fall break? Yes, they'll take a fall break. But they oh. come back for the second half of the oh, season. Oh, yeah, yeah. Second half. Yeah, and they second go until oh, okay. probably April or May, and that's when we'll have you back. Okay. To break it back down, do a season review. So you're saying you're going to have me back. 
Gross, we'll always have it. Now don't get too big headed, but we'll get you back. Yeah. So let's dive right into back into before we get to our I said a lot of into's there. We, before we get to our triple M sauce notebook, we gotta go over some housekeeping of our fantasies football. So Rose, why don't you grab the notebook there? Alright. Start looking for a question. Okay. And real quick, I'm gonna break so right now our Pick'em League top five. Mm. Cameron Wicker has regained the top spot with 42 points. Dylan Welch, second place with 41 points. Jeff Hux has slid from first to third, 41 points. And Jesse Piner, our reigning champ from last oh, year. Shoot. Back in the top five? Back in top five at number four with 40 points. And Corey Webster at a strong fifth place with 40 points. Uh, Jeeves, you're at 11th. I'm at 18th. Duvall, you're at 22nd. So yeah, I, I had to it up. I'm yeah, yeah, there you go. I had a good week this week. Yeah, you did. And our struggle of the week, I'm I'm done giving Amanda hell because I think she's did one week of picks. Is not going to pick anymore. And I'm not going to give her any more pub. But the struggle of the week is going to go to Brock. I don't know who Brock is, but he signed up, <laughs> and he's he's literally I think it's out of 27 people. He's in 26th above Amanda, who's not hasn't picked in. He's only picked one week out of the four weeks. So. Oh, wow. And okay. above Brock is Trent's girlfriend. So okay. we'll see how. Has yeah, Cosby know. made any headway? Yeah, Cosby made a good little bit. I should have. I look. Jeeves is going to pull up. If, yeah, Jeeves give us Cosby. Is Cosby's sex in the city? No, he is Atlanta Carolina Panther fan in Atlanta or something like that. <laughs> Number one Panthers fan in Atlanta. Yes, he is twentieth. Twentieth. Jesus. So he's got you got, two. Oh, he's got me beat. Okay. Yeah. Who's so, uh, Jerry Maguire? Don't film me. That now. is uh, Garrett. Okay, he's twenty third. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's our struggle of the week's gonna be Brock. He's down there. He's gotta step it up there, B man. Uh-huh. Um, and then we're gonna jump to our quick little survivor our survivor. We just watched Survivor game. No one we got better at this. No one picked Katrina on their team, but four people picked her yeah. Four people picked her as their first out. Alex got one point. Candace got one point. My mom and dad got one point, and then because they're on one team. Then I got her as my first out, and I got one point. So we're back at it for the rest of the season. Everybody will actually be scoring points, and it should be a good little battle there. Yeah. Yeah. Rose, you got a question? Yeah. All right. Fire away. Okay. What would you rather lose, your cell phone or your wallet? Oh, you like that? Yeah, I put that in there. You like? I mean, yeah. You like that? Oh, I got a whole lot. That's tough. It is. I heard that on the radio one day. And I was like, I got to put this in the notebook. I'm surprised it's, it's lasted that long. I thought it was checked, but it's not. Actually, I saw that on Twitter one day. It wasn't the radio. I saw it on Twitter. Oof. Cell phone or wallet? What you got? What you got, Jake? I'll go first. Go ahead, Jesus. I'll go first. I'd say my wallet. Okay. Because if you had your cell phone... You could always log into your bank account if you have your apps. You can log in your bank account and cancel your card like right away. Um, if you have cash in there, yeah, you lose the cash. Then you got to—I mean, basically, one, you got to replace all your cards, but you can stop them. And two, you got to only go to the DMV. By the way, how did you get your license yet? I only got my license did you? today. Okay, yeah. okay. I but I would—I I would rather lose my wallet than my cell phone because you can cancel all your cards. 
faster because if you're out and you lose it, boom, you cancel. You, you don't right. have to wait till you get home. Yeah, and cancel it. Well, and someone can. But take you're still and, stuck with not being able to buy anything for for the rest of the night. Yeah, the rest of the night. Yeah, or until, yeah, until you get your wallet, until yeah. you get your new credit card or debit card, and you're driving dirt. You're riding around dirty. Yeah, which is why me, I would say. I would rather lose my cell phone because with my wallet, I may not be able to check my bank statements on my phone. I can go to an ATM, check my balance, make sure nobody's doing anything crazy with it. Um, I can still do that. Um, As far as a phone, I mean, I I could, I guess I I could go when I'm home, I get on my computer and maybe tweet or reach out to somebody and say, hey, I don't have my phone. This is how you can contact me. You can still be in contact and communication with people. And plus, if you have Apple products, you can use, if you got a MacBook or an iPad, you can text through that, true. you know, yeah. when you have Wi-Fi. So, um, I would have to save my cell phone. Plus, I, you know, I try to be away from it as much as possible yeah. too, because of the way the world is now. It's, everybody's yeah. attached to it. So, I would say my cell phone. Rose, are you ready? You want me to go? Um, well, yeah, I'm ready because basically I'm screwed. Yeah. Because my wallet is in my phone. Oh, so oh I, have, yeah. I have the case where you just slide it open and I have my ID and my debit card. And sometimes oh. I put my credit card in here too. Okay. So therefore I'm screwed if I lose it all. Okay. So you just gotta hold on to this. <laughs> okay, okay. I you know, I'm thinking about this and I'm gonna have to say I think I'd rather lose my wallet because my cell phone is through Fox. Oh. And it's all work. And I think <laughs> it worked. I think in they, you know, they. I had to buy my physical cell phone, but all my, you know, the bills paid through Fox. They cover everything. So that process of going through all that and canceling emails and all that, I think, you know, in about, I think it was back in early spring. Uh, I put my phone. I never do this. Never do it. So it kills in Buffalo and Burkdale, and I put my phone at two percent. I put it on a community charge station where everybody could see it. I turned around to talk to my cousin. My cousin had came into town to hang out with me. And I turned around to talk to him for 15 minutes. And I turned back around and it was gone. Gone. Panic mode. Luckily, Jerry and I pulled up the find my iPhone app. We tracked him down. Ran him all the way down. Oh. And Jerry, he had taken the cover off and threw the cover away. Jerry and I found him. Called the phone. It was in his front pocket. We got my phone back. So, A, because it's Fox thing, wallet, I think, would still suck because there's so much shit you got to go get. Exactly. Yeah, I just, um, I, you wouldn't want to lose either, but I'm going to go with wallet just because of the whole Fox thing. That's where I got to go with. Makes sense. Yeah. So, and yeah, it just, whew, either way. Good, good, good question choice there, Rose. That's why we're having you back. Question. You get good ones. And she's going to yeah. add... No, a couple, she's going to add a question after we're done with the podcast or two or three or four, whatever many she wants to add. And then whenever it gets asked, I will tag them, that person in there, and so they can go back and listen. On top of that, now we're going to go to – oh, no, I forgot to say. That's the Triple Whammy Sauce Notebook. Tyler, finally – Rose, did you get sauce last time you were here? What? Did you get triple whammy sauce last time you were here? What does that mean? Okay, she did not get sauce. <laughs> got, Tyler, Tyler got me some new samples. I've got you a sample of sauce. It's all purpose oh, sauce. sauce. Yeah, sauce. Oh, I didn't know what you were saying. No, I did not get my sauce. Okay, I have got you. I got you a new sample. You will be able to go home with some sauce tonight for and coming then, on. And then tweet about it. And tell you me can tweet about it. Take a picture of it. 
send it to me so we can, you know, we can give Tyler all the love. He's still working on some new deals, but I know I'm not sure if the deal all the way, the Beards Watch or Man Cave 704 works, you can get 25% off your order. Try it. If it doesn't work, hold off. I'm sure Tyler will have some discounts coming. If not, order it for full price, it'll still work. Whatever. And it's he's got three sauces and all you're gonna get all purpose tonight rose, which is a fantastic nice little spicy kick oh, to wow. it. He's got a, a sweet heat and then he's got a honey mustard and they're all fantastic. They can go on your veggies, your chicken, your meats, your fish, mm-hmm. whatever you want to do it with, it it's really, really good sauce. And everybody always says to me, like, they're kind of skeptical and they try and they're like, they come up and they're like, yo man, that was actually really, really good. I'm like, I tried to tell you, like tell it's you, yeah. really good sauce. And it's a different place, it's different than your normal you know, Texas Pete or Tapatio hot sauce mm-hmm. or your regular Sweet Baby Ray's or yeah, your regular yeah. Hunt's Honey Mustard and all that kind of, French's Honey Mustard. It's, it's a different kick. It's a different feel, a different flavor, and it definitely adds a little juice to your food. Oh, okay. I'm excited. Don't so, yeah. forget. You I, it's right time. there. It's oh, sitting right next okay. to the mic. You don't forget as you <laughs> So, all right. So, now, what we're going to do through the month of October is we're going to, I'm going to ask everybody who's a guest to just kind of tell a Halloween story. It can be funny. It can be serious. It can be scary. It can be a family tradition. So, Rose, you are here. It can be a college story, as you said. You know, just any kind of Halloween-type scenario story that goes on. If you need some time to think, I can go ahead and open with mine. I'll let you. Well, actually, I'll just go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Think I really don't have a big story. I just when I think about Halloween, I think about um, college, and I okay. think about if you went to UNC Charlotte. Okay. And um, one of the fraternities there, Kappa, okay. always threw boobash, okay. which was huge. It was like an off-campus yeah. uh, fraternity house, and you go and you buy your ticket and you just party. Yeah. And I remember it was my uh, it was my freshman year. Oh. So you know when it's your freshman year. Oh yeah. I mean, you just you had a deck out. I yeah. mean, and my and. Freshman year costume was not like any other costumes before. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, do I, do we have clothes on people? Yeah. <laughs> We're naked here, but yeah. I think one of my my memories of Boo Bash is going there and you know partying outside, and then of course the cops come. Yeah, and I just remember running through the woods, <laughs> and I was a jailbird. So you guys, I had wings. So jailbird. So okay. I had on a costume like your uh, jail the stripes. Yeah. And uh, and then I had wings on. So here I am going through the woods and with wings. my wings. And I feel like I was flying at that moment. I felt like I was flying. <laughs> I think I was flying. I don't even know. Yeah. But, the, the wings or the, the beard? I think it was a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> had on heels, took them off, and was just going Dumb. through the woods, just flying. You know. And if you know anything about Rose and feet, you know she wasn't about that. Barefoot life running through but the I, woods. But when the cops are behind you, that's true. That is barefoot life. <laughs> and you're underage, you go. Yeah. <laughs> you can see my feet, people. I don't care. But yes, that's yeah. one of my memories. I just remember Boo Bash and just being underage. I mean, let's yeah. be real. You know, we just had to run when the cops came. That's true. But then you found out later that if you just kind of remain calm, 70% of the time it'll work out for you. But that other 30% you may, you may end up with a ticket. But mm-hmm. being calm, really? That's true. You know, I get very, woo. So yeah, that wasn't gonna work. So everybody said, "Just go," and I was like, "Okay." Just follow. Nice. That you you reminded me of my freshman year college story. I think I'm gonna save for another week because I got another one this week. But I went up to a tease called Tease. Went to Franklin Street my freshman year. Ooh, and there's that's a that's a good long one. It is. It was a good one. Yeah. Anybody else? You got Jeeves? You want to go? You go because I got a good one. Uh, I don't have one just yet. All right, I'll go ahead and go on mine. Mine. I'm gonna start off with. I think I told it on our Halloween episode last year, 
But one of the crazy, I think I was in fourth grade and we were at my parents' house. We had just done, see, we were in Cedarfield. I just got done trick-or-treating with my brother and sister. And we had just, we'd come back to my parents' house. And we're dumping our candy on the floor, seeing what we got, making trades. Oh, you want this? You want this? With my brother, my dad reaching in. Oh, well, let me try this Reese's to make sure it's not got any razor blades in it. You know, yeah. the old joke to get free candy and all that. Well, all of a sudden, like, you know, there's still older kids out trick-or-treating. They knock on the door. My mom goes out and gives them, we give them candy. Go back, still making trades. All of a sudden, like, it was real quick afterwards. Boom, boom, boom. We're getting bangs on the door. And we're like, what? We go out there. And all of us, because there's a group of like teenage kids, probably like 13 to 15. And they're like, can you guys help us? We're like, what? So what had happened was we go out there. There's a kid knocked out on our driveway, blood running down our driveway. They had just gotten done trick-or-treating our house. Three like older kids came up in like clear masks, told them, hey, give me all your candy. We're going to beat you up. And they said no. This is all a secondhand story of telling to me. They chased one of them around in my like front yard. Another one they got a hold of, and that's the one they punched in the face, and he fell in the driveway, stole his candy, and they took off like in the like woods in our backyard. Yeah. Took off in the woods and ran. I remember coming out there and seeing blood down the driveway. You know, we had to call like one of them was a, a girl's sister who lived on our street. Uh-huh. We called her and her parents, and they came down. You know, called the police, called everybody else's parents, and they came down and just this old shit. Like in fourth grade, I'm just like, what is going on? Like, how did this craziness happen? And that was just one of those stories you ever think, like, wow, it's, you know, you just got always have your head on a swivel. Yeah. So that was one of those Halloween stories I had. So it was on Halloween. That you it was saw on blood. Halloween. Yes, saw blood. And, then, and the wild thing was, is that blood stayed on our driveway for like a couple weeks until my dad could get a power washer and power wash it off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's one of those things where it just, you just can't really go out there and scrub it away. You gotta get a power wash it off or whatever and it, it kind of stayed there and I think we had to go to school the next day and yeah, it was it was an interesting interesting night. Like a crime scene. It was. It was. It was very interesting. So, Jeeves, you got one? Duvall, go ahead and tell yours. Jeeves, yeah. thing. Alright, so um... For the listeners that are either just joining or whatever the case may be, I am black, if you didn't know already. So, um, speaking for most black people that don't really do Halloween, per se, so um, growing up in, I would say, a predominantly black neighborhood, um, there wasn't much trick-or-treating. Um, okay. I would go down my street... And it would probably be the only houses I would hit would be maybe two. And they were older people. Okay. So there was not much trick-or-treating for me. So now I would have why, to, why is that? Is that black just people that? don't do, do Halloween. Okay. They, don't, they, they just don't. Um, okay. Fair enough. I've never been in a situation where, like, I mean, now, in, in a large, I mean, I guess you could say I, I did kind of stay in the hood. So black people didn't really do it like that. <laughs> so, um, like, I, I can't remember. I never went outside, outside of my street in my neighborhood. There was maybe two lights on, and even if the light was on, they weren't handing out candy. They were just like, "No, I don't have any candy, my man." And I was trying to say, "Well, you might want to hit this light." So, uh, what my parents would do, she would take me, and then one of my neighbors, uh, he was my age. He, would, she, my parents would take us to like other neighborhoods where we would trick or treat. Um, but the thing with that was. We probably went to those neighborhoods probably three, four years straight. Yeah. Now, all three, four of those four years, I was the same 
person. I was a <laughs> I was a Packers football player because I played <laughs> football and I played for the Northside Packers and every year I would wear my uniform and I would be a football player <laughs> and I would get all the candy. Um, it was just it's just funny because I remember it like it was yesterday. Just all those times going. Um, but yeah, needless to say, most black kids don't really do much trick or treating in their neighborhood because okay. they don't really do it. But yeah, that's my that's my Halloween Mom story. Was the dude that wore his football jersey? jersey. I was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was it was my stereotypes alive. Yeah, you know, hey, yeah, okay. And if I wasn't that, I was like, I would wear like a basketball jersey. Oh, so it was, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, it was always something to do. With it, was, sports. It, it, it was something to do with either football. Some so his parents had to buy a costume. Exactly. There it is. There it is. All right, fair enough. Did you at least draw the you know the little black you know mark? underneath your eyes. No, just put my helmet on. Stop. Stop. I am a little dark, so I never put the eye black on. I, I, did, not, I, I did not ever do the, do the eye black. Yeah, but, but I would just put my helmet on and uh, go to the door, trick or treat. Oh, the football player. Yeah. Just, yeah. just scoot candy and just suck yeah. it out. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Yeah, that was happy. All right. That works. Jeez, you got to out. For me, my parents never really like decorated for Halloween. Okay. Okay. Jeez, my mom, my mom decorated for Christmas like three years ago. Do what? I said they just started decorating for Christmas. Like, nah, we always decorated. For Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we never decorated for Halloween because my mom really doesn't like it. But okay. she, like, she would take us like she would take me and my brother. She would take us trick or treating and whatnot. But um, it's like I think one one of the stories is like when like when we got older, like. Me and my brother, my brother dressed up as Men in Black from, he was a white guy from Men in Black. And for some reason, I was the red Eminem for two years in a row. I need Ooh. you to, I need you to bring and a photo of this. I, need, I, need photo I think we do have a photo, so I may have to bring it over. But it was like, you know how when, like, they would flash somebody? Yeah. My my mom, like, we were sitting out, on, we, me and my brother were done trick-or-treating, so we were passing out candy. And... Like I told my brother, like to he like he would grab like a flashlight. He like flash me. Like as soon as as soon as he's like saw other kids, like he was like telling me something. Like he would flash me. Then like I'd act like I was dead or whatnot. And like I had like fake like fake blood coming out of like one of my arms or whatever. But M and M arm. Yeah, arm. You had blood coming out, not chocolate. <laughs> no <laughs> blood. Oh, so so about this outfit. So did yes. you? What did you? What what was it? It was it was a big a big ass red. Circle yeah. with an M on it. Yeah, and then like you, it, like you, it was able enough to where you put it over your head and you put your head through and put your arms through, and it was like <laughs> open at the bottom. <laughs> Did you at least have the white gloves on? Yeah, okay. it had white gloves too. Yeah. I need. We need a photo. Of this. Yeah, we need this. I honestly, uh, that's that's when you were scared, kids, did this like, did anybody ever like go and punch you or like jump? No, you <laughs> my brother was a little bit protective for that oh, day, okay. so he wouldn't let them get that close. But would you be scared of an M and M though? No. I'd be wondering why there's red coming out. <laughs> of a red M&M. Oh, yeah. so if you were the yellow M&M, I would come and hug you. Oh, yeah. Because that was the funny, funny one. Yeah, the funny thing. Well, let's say, what's your favorite M&M? Uh, the yellow. No, but I mean like the peanut M&M. The peanut, yes. Okay, yes. 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 i got to say, peanut M&Ms are the goat M&M, but the peanut butter m and Yes, I was going to say peanut, peanut butter m ms Do you not like peanut butter? I like peanut butter, but I just like my M&Ms need to be peanut. Okay. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, I just, yeah, I, I gotta go. That's the same with like, like, 
Like with Skittles, Skittles I like, only like the original set of Skittles. I don't like the sour Skittles. I like, I oh, like yeah. sour Skittles. I don't like the sour. I like the original. Yeah, just give me the original and I'm good. You like any tropical fruits or anything like that? No. But I hate the yellow. Okay. Skittles. Why does everybody hate the yellow Skittles? And the Starburst. Skittles? I hate Starburst. Don't ever give me the yellow one because those are the worst. Yeah, that's like the I'm going to pack the yellow Starburst yeah, in the banana one. Rose, whatever guy you meet, let's send him a book to podcast. <laughs> Because, Rose, they can learn that you don't like feet, you don't like yellow Skittles, you yep. don't like yellow Starburst. Well, I mean, we got it. We got I mean, it. I'm not that heavy. They, they, they <laughs> set up show for Rose. We got it. All right? We got it. Not wear shoes. Feet. Yeah, wear shoes. <laughs> yeah, don't. Do not massage your feet. Do not pull your feet out your shoes. <laughs> oh, if y'all take a trip, don't get her M&Ms or Skittles <laughs> or, or yellow. Or yellow. Yeah, you can add the yellow. I just don't want it. Uh, okay. You don't have to share the So yellow. you're going to have to eat all the yellows yes. and throw them away. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so, hey, so what's your favorite candy all the time then? Halloween to get. That's different compared to anything else. Oh, yeah. you guys, Reese cups. Really? She so do you wait, Reese cups or the or the uh, no, the the, the uh, pumpkins? Huh? No, um, I, I like the Reese cup. Very okay. rarely do I just get that one pack. You know, yeah, that, yeah. That one pack. Yeah, the small snack size one. Yeah, the small snack size, not the full one pack. Yeah. Well, I would love the full, but yeah. Halloween, let's be real. Halloween, when you go yeah, get yeah. Halloween candy, no one's going to... Uh, very rarely. Like, very rarely. Depending you know, on what neighborhood you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real candy. It's like the mom's neighborhood. The mom's neighborhood. The mom's neighborhood. You get a bag of chips. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is this? Okay. Duvall, favorite oh. Halloween candy. Snickers. Okay. Okay. You like the... Small little bars, snack size, snack size. I, I, That's it. I like the small little bars, even though snack I like the, the, the uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course everybody's full size, but again, like you said, Rose, very rarely you'll get the full size. Yeah, but you could know these days. It depends on which way you I don't know what I was going to. But I said, no. <laughs> Jeez, mine's got to be the uh, the pumpkin candy corn. Ew! Oh, no! That's, oh, Who oh, that's disgusting. Those are good. Oh, oh I used to hate getting those. Oh, I hate candy corn. Candy corn is disgusting. Oh, oh, God. You don't like candy corn? No. no. Oh, God. Something about you, it. I just, oh, it's so nasty. It tastes like pork. Do y'all remember? It tastes like pork. Like you made the sugar cookies at school, and then yeah. they give you the the candy corn to make the, the Straight trash. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Straight oh. trash. Yeah. <laughs> Straight yeah. trash, homie. Oh, yeah. It don't matter. Bam. So everybody cheese loves. I don't want to get my candy corn, too. Exactly. Oh. For me, I got uh, it's a toss up between Skittles and Reese's. Okay, yeah. You know, you can get those little small, little fun size packs of Skittles. Skittles, yeah. And then I actually, like I said, I would take the Reese's, you get the single pack cups. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those would be good. But, you know, the Reese's cups were like the M&M's, like the, what do you call those? Pieces, Reese's. Reese's pieces. Yeah, oh, Reese's okay. oh, Those are fantastic good. good. Yeah, but I do like the cup. Yeah. The peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think that was a good one. Rose, did you have fun? I loved it. I always yeah. have fun. That's good. Thanks well, for I, inviting me. Oh, yeah. Rose, you always bring the personality, and that's why you're always asked back. Woo. We'll bring you back for this after the season of This Is Us is over, so it'll probably oh. be like, and I'll have a kid that's like eight months old by then. You're going to have me back for after we win the Super Bowl. Well, of course. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, okay. Of course, yeah, we we'll do that too. Okay. If, if, yeah. if we win the Super Bowl, it'll be like a twenty-person podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll be, yeah. it'll be cuckoo bird up in Would here. Would that be the one hundredth episode? Then you think? No, nah, we'll be. That'll be no, well. Close. Well, that'll be close. It'll be close. It might be a little over. It might be a little over. It might be like one hundred seven or something. Oh, okay. I haven't done the math yet, but yeah. All right. 
right. Well, right, well we're going to send it off. Tom Petty. May he rest in peace. Yes. And after all the, you know, Monday was kind of a crappy day. Yeah, it's been all kind of crappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But all, so we'll send it off just a little bit of a. Oh, wait, I have no idea why this song has been chosen at the top of my. Oh, I know why, because this whole time. You didn't press pause. All you did was yep. turn down the volume. That's right. We're going to hit play again. It's on. And we're gonna, he did that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Jeeves is my agent, guys, by the way. <laughs> I don't, I don't know though. Like candy corn, that's tough, brother. <laughs>